Hey boss chicks, let's get started. Boss Chicks, welcome. Come on in. Welcome to Boss Chick Radio. All right. This is our third episode since our official launch. And I just want to start off by thanking you guys so much for being so supportive of our new podcast. I'm Simone Sobers. For those of you tuning in for the first time, creator of the Boss Chick Dance Workout, an all-female twerk fitness brand that I started 10 years ago in Miami, Florida, and is now a global empire of women in fitness, in twerk fitness. So, happy Tuesday, happy Twerk It Tuesday. So happy to be on with you guys today. Let me tell you, it has been a week, wow. Actually, this month, this whole month, life has been lifing (laughs) majorly for me personally. And, you know, we'll get into that. (laughs) We'll get into that a little bit uh, later on in the episode. But first, always start off with what's going on in Boss Chick World. We have our New York City twerk wellness festival happening this Sunday. So if you are tuning in from New York, if you're following from New York, if you're going to be in the tri-state area this weekend, come on out to the New York City Twerk Wellness Fest. This is the first of its kind. All right, pre-COVID, before the scandemic, I started to do twerk fitness festivals right? But the difference between that and what I'm doing now is that this is a twerk wellness festival. So it's taking a holistic approach to twerk, twerk fitness, and how it can be integrated in the wellness space. So we'll have a start off with a twerk therapy session. Okay. This is a a format that I've been working on over the past, I would say couple years, past three years, I started to dive into specifically how twerk is a form of therapy and release and how it's a, a beneficial way of moving the body for women beyond the fun, you know, <laughs> ratchet side of twerking. How is it actually beneficial for women to move their bodies in this way? And um, so I've been studying that for the past couple years and have created a format within Boston Dance Workout that allows women to tap into release, energizing, activating, 
energy stored emotion in their hips through twerk steps okay through five basic twerk steps and it is quite the experience it is intense i would say <laughs> um, it doesn't have to be you know you can just be in the movement and be present but what makes it intense is the repetition okay so i don't know how much you guys know about trance movement or trance dance but i studied that in um, i got my master's um, in dance from nyu tish and we studied trance dance um, the twirling dervishes <laughs> Um, and it's quite amazing and you know if you if you go to raves you're probably somewhat familiar with this style of dance and trance of inducing this state of ecstasy and um, trance through a repetitive movement or repetitive sequence okay so it's not that kind of <laughs> thing that we're going for with twerk therapy but we are uh, using repetition to allow our body to and our minds to not have to think about choreography and really tap into what are we holding on to in our body that needs to be released okay so that's that's how we use the repetition and no choreography nothing complicated for the mind to think about so the body can do its thing and release all right so that's our twerk therapy session I'll be leading that then we're gonna go into um, our sensual fluid dance session with Stephanie Pena. She's a local um, dance artist in New York City. And so I'm collaborating with all local New York City female artists for this festival, um, which is what makes it special. And so she's gonna be leading this session. She's been leading the sensual fluidity set a uh, session in New York City for some time now and has been very successful. Women have such great feedback about how they're able to tap into their sensuality, their divine feminine through her sessions. So I'm super excited to do that myself because that's one of the things that I'm saying myself this year is on my to-do list is to really tap into my sensual side. And most people assume just because you're a dancer that it that's easy access but me personally like my dance my trajectory in dance and studying dance has been crazy over the past oh my goodness how long has it been 34 years 34 years now I've been studying dance and it started out very vanilla <laughs> ballet tap jazz then I went to strictly Russian ballet for many many years <laughs> which is super vanilla in the other sense of the term and then from there I start to discover uh, hip-hop when I was in high school and but for a long time many years I was just strictly Russian classical ballet which is a whole other world especially as a black female I was the only black girl in my dance school for many years in all of my dance classes I was the only black girl in the studio that I was studying in and it was wild that was the first time in my life I always say that was the first time in my life I actually realized I was black or in a better way more clear way to say it, I realized that there was discrimination <laughs> um, in the world up until then I just 
you know, it's like everybody loves everybody. Like, you know, <laughs> and then you enter classical Russian ballet world and you're like, okay, everyone doesn't love everybody here. <laughs> One of these things looks different on stage, right? And so, so I dealt with that for a lot and that really affected my self-esteem um, a lot in terms of me being confident in my ability to audition for Juilliard, audition for uh, one of the major, for Purchase, one of the major um, dance programs uh, going into college, right? So I didn't, I was like, I'm not ready, I'm not good enough, I'm just gonna go and use my brains in another way. But I always kept dancing, I stayed dancing the entire time. So anyway, I ended up going to Boston College. And it was there in Boston College I started to experiment a little bit and train a little bit with contemporary dance. And I did in high school too, but I started to dig more into contemporary dance in, um, in college, all right? So made it through four years of Boston College, kept dancing throughout the city, different dance um, organizations on campus, which I still experience uh, discrimination with. I was like, okay. I'm getting out of this <laughs> and moved back home to Miami after Boston College because nobody stays in Boston. Hello. <laughs> Have you guys been there? The winter, the weather, the people. <laughs> Just kidding. I met some great people there. None of them were actually from Boston. So <laughs> ended up moving back to Miami, taught dance for a couple years, dance with a dance company, dove in a little bit more into contemporary dance. So. Again, how do we get on this topic? I'm talking about my journey towards tapping into my sensual, divine, feminine style of dance and moving my body, all right? Started off pretty rigid with ballet. And so now we're back in Miami and taught dance for a couple years, then decided, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to apply for the best, one of the best. <laughs> Um, graduate dance programs in the country, Tisch, NYU, uh, School of Dance, and ended up getting in. What in the world, right? So it was at Tisch where I really started to explore contemporary dance. And so to give you an idea of what contemporary dance is, if you're not in the dance world, or you're not into dance, it's, um, it's like a, a derivative of ballet. All right, but you get the cool music, the emo music, um, you know, other kinds of music that you can put to the style of dance. All right, so there is room in there and space in there to tap into, you know, to begin to tap into your body and what does movement feel like in my body, not in my ballet body, or not in I have to be in these certain positions, you know. So did all of that, was on the salsa team for a couple years, and uh, fast forward, created twerk, and then so there's still always this missing piece of this like sensual style of dance. I've never been a heels dancer. Um, like I've done heels, but it's just never been my thing. I've always been like, uh, you know, <laughs> I'll leave that to everybody else. And so yeah, so I decided that this year was going to be the year that I tap into this sensual side 
of moving my body and um, really explore how that feels in my 39 year old body. And so I'm super excited. I said all that to say, I'm super excited to take Stephanie's class this weekend uh, at the New York City Twerk Wellness Fest. Then we have one of our amazing master trainers for Bostic Dance Workout, Denny Byam. She's gonna be teaching um, Ahsoka class, okay? So all about moving the hips and waistline, Soka dance hall fusion, waistline things class at the wellness fest and then i will do twerk cardio and then we're gonna wrap up the entire festival with vanessa celestin who is many things she's a healer a healing activator and she's gonna be doing a group quantum energy healing session which i'm also cannot wait to experience it'll be my first time doing quantum energy healing and that is using various forms, uh, sound bowls, uh, meditation, various forms of meditative practices, again, to release any negative energy and in the body, but she's gonna focus specifically on the womb area, okay? So that's happening on Sunday. Again, if you're in the New York City area, please come check it out. The link is in our bio to register. Tell your co-twerkers, we are going to have a blast this weekend. Excited to go, but not super excited about the weather. <laughs> Enjoying the Miami weather that we have here. All right, so let's um, jump into some of our uh, bossy topics for today. So this is something that popped up um, and I wasn't planning on talking about it for this episode, but spirit led me <laughs> to this news and I just felt like I have a platform definitely this is something that we should be talking about um, on Boss Chick Radio so apparently Snoop Dogg we all know Snoop Dogg his 24 year old daughter Corey Bradas had a life-changing stroke 24 years old and wow like that's not something that should be happening at 24 years old like thank god she's okay um but wow that made me realize that this is something that we need to start talking about a little bit on boss chick radio is health all right i have a huge passion for holistic health and I've been practicing it and living it for, I wouldn't say almost 20 years, right? I first got into um, it when I was about 20 years old, right? My best friend, Stephanie, and I um, started to look into how food is healing, how food can heal the body versus Western medicine, okay? So that's 20 years of researching, experimenting on my own body, which is so important um, for you to do individually, finding out what foods you need to work at your optimal level, to live your optimal life, right? And that's what's you know amazing about the human body is that that's gonna be so different for every person. It's individual, all right? There is no one diet plan that's gonna work for your body. 
all right? Or that works for everybody's body, all right? So that's why I tend to stray away from like, oh, the keto diet or oh, the, uh, what are they called? I don't know. I don't even know what the diet fads that are around. <laughs> I still pay attention though. But I know keto is a huge one um, that's been trending the past decade, um, as well as a few other diet trends and fads. So my thing is, is that again, our bodies are so individual. The food that you grew up on in Georgia is gonna be very different than the food that your neighbor grew up on in Jamaica, for example, right? Different from the food that I grew up on with two West Indian parents living in Miami, Florida, right? All different experiences, all different foods, molding our bodies in different ways. So no one plan is gonna fit all of us, right? So I say that to encourage you to begin to experiment with your body, find out what is the perfect diet plan for your body, right? Strokes should not be happening to us at 24. The increasing rates of cancer should not be happening to us every year. We're a first world country, right? We've quote unquote been to the mood. We've, you know, done all these things. We've attempted to get down to the Titanic. Some people failed, some people, you know, were successful. All these things, and we haven't figured out how to live longer, right? That's a little strange. Right? Lots of diseases coming at us, lots of, oh, this, this strand of this, this strand of this. Nobody's talking about diet. All right? I remember I paid attention because, again, I mentioned a couple episodes again, I don't have cable TV by choice uh, because I believe the news is super toxic. Super. <laughs> All right? It should be called bad news. Right? It only fills our bodies and our systems and our ears and what we hear with fear. All right, so I stopped tuning out. I tuned out the news over a decade ago. I stopped watching the news, which is hard if you have Caribbean parents. They have that, on, that thing on all day. I go to my mom's house. That news is on all day. I'm like, mom, how do you live like this? Like, don't, aren't you like anxious all the time? Like, how do you function with constantly hearing the neighbor down the street just had a, just got robbed and the, the bank over here just got held up and hurricane coming <laughs> three miles east and so-and-so just jumped off a building down the side of the, you know, all day long. So I don't know if anyone else has that experience with their parents, but my parents' generation, they are locked in. And so I stopped tuning into the news long time ago. I forgot how I got to the news part, <laughs> but um, it's part of what we consume, right? So that's just another avenue of, cons of consumption. So we have what we eat, what we see, what we hear, and then what we feel, all right? Our family, the people that we interact physically with every day, our coworkers, um, you know, if you work outside your home. So those are all four major 
ways that our bodies take in food, all right? Whether it's brain food, physical sensory food, audio food, all right? Or actual food that we put into our mouths, all right? And so it's so important to channel and protect and to tune in and just to be aware of what is going into my body. Because again, I mentioned before, I believe in a holistic approach to health, right? It's not just what you're eating. Eating is a big part of it, but it's what you're hearing every day, what your mind is processing every day, what you're seeing on that big screen or on these little screens on our phones every day. That's all consumption, all right? And all of that affects our wellness, right? So I challenge you to begin to tap in, and it doesn't have to be, and I think the one thing that people find to be overwhelming is that it's so much, right? It's so much to unlearn. It's so much to learn. Um, and it is. <laughs> I've been doing this for 20 years and it's still a lot. The learning does not stop. The unlearning does not stop. Sometimes I have to catch myself, especially since I don't watch TV anymore with my phone. If they don't get you with the TV, they're going to get you on the phone. Social media is the new news, right? So what am I seeing every day on my timeline? You know, because this box, we're more in front of our little screens more than ever, <laughs> more than the TV. You know, we can do everything from our phones now, right? So be mindful. I encourage you to be mindful of what you're consuming every day, all right? What you're seeing, what you're hearing, what you're putting into your body, all right? Strokes should not be happening at 24. They are preventative, all right? It's up to us to take control of our bodies, take control of what we're consuming, what we're eating, to cure ourselves, okay? So, let's take a look, I wanted to, so that led me to, um, uh, because that's one of the major reasons that I created Boss Chick Dance Workout was to give, to get women active, okay? Particularly black women, okay? I wanted to create something that women of color could tap into, would be inspired to stay committed to, and that would get us moving consistently. Something that we could connect with culturally, cultural, that's a hard word for me to say, culturally. <laughs> And that we could, you know, stick with. Like, as this is gonna be my lifestyle, this is gonna be my way of moving my body, that's burning calories, that's making my mind feel good, that's helping me, you know, get those endorphins, and that's keeping me, my heart active and strong. All right? So, when I read this article about Snoop Dogg's daughter, it took me back to one of the reasons that I started Boss Chick Dance Workout. And in this article, it stated that black women in America experience stroke at higher rates and a younger age than women in any other racial group. And I remember seeing something very simple, almost like this exact quote and statistic to a T 
at the time that I was starting Boss Chick Dance Workout. So that's what made me full circle bring this topic to Boss Chick Radio today because that was no coincidence. It was almost a similar, super similar article that I had read at the time that, you know, ignited something in me to want to do something about this. You know, this is this is a real pan. The real pandemic is health. <laughs> you know, that's it. You know, like, oh, that's how I got there. I was going to say that. <laughs> Stay with me. So how did I get to the whole news thing is because during the scandemic, I did pay attention to one thing. All right. So I would tune into the news when I was at my parents' house, which was quite often during that time because, you know, we had nowhere to go. So I would see my parents quite often and on my phone i would tune into news there sometimes i wanted to see they were talking about a global quote-unquote pandemic which we're still it's still being talked about now someone you know uh someone <laughs> lucas my love just told me that there's a, another strand of something coming out that he had heard of you know so that it hasn't stopped nowhere did i hear anything about changing your diet during this time. This crucial time where the entire world stopped and was home, alone, living in fear of our health, terrified of our neighbors, terrified that we, if we would catch something and make it or not, nowhere in the media was health and diet being pushed. How to strengthen your own immune system. And that blew my mind. I mean, I also knew that that wasn't gonna be the case, but that completely blew my mind. Like that is the most important thing. One of the most important parts of our bodies, our immune system, our ability to discover disease, illness, something wrong in our body. That's what our immune system tells us. Hey, something's wrong over here. This needs your attention. All right, let me see what I have in my storage over here that I can fix this. Oh, I don't have enough in my little toolkit in my body over here to fix this. You need more vitamin D. That's what's gonna fix this. You need to get out in the sun. That's what's gonna fix this. You need to exercise. That's what's gonna fix this, right? So your body, illness is so important. If you think about it, illness is a wake-up call to you that says, hey, something is not working. Something you need, we need more of. The body's telling you, we need more of this. We need, we need something, right? And it's our responsibility to find the purest answer to giving our bodies what it needs. Ah. If you can't tell, it's such a topic that I'm so passionate about. So, so passionate about because, and I'm speaking from experience. I'm not just speaking la, 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 la. I've cured so many things in my body through diet. I was told when I was 20 years old, I believe I was in college at the time, that I would not be able to have kids. Right? I was told 20 years old just because of some little precancerous, um, something that they had found in my uh, uterus on my cervix. 
and they took and they went in there and they clipped the piece of my cervix off and they said because we did that it's called a cone biopsy there's a big chance that you will not be able to have children and what did I do I went and started researching because I knew at the time I didn't want kids I was 20 y'all come on I was just like all right I'll adjust you know but I was more intrigued by the challenge I'm like they're gonna tell me now that possibly in 10 years when I'm ready if I'm ready if I want that I won't be able to have kids and they're like saying it definitively wow this sounds like a challenge you know to me so I started to do my research what are things that I could do that I can eat that I can consume that will help rebuild my cervix that can heal my womb from that invasive procedure that I had that can help rebuild the cells down there to make it a safe place to bear children right and look <laughs> I mean they're not here <laughs> but you know for those of you who are listening and can't see audibly I have two children right two children two beautiful healthy children with very healthy pregnancies that I had at a advanced age as they like to call it which is amazing um, so much to talk about guys and it's already 607 <laughs> I'm going to have to get a longer time slot for Boss Chick Radio. Um, but that's just one example of how I healed my body after an invasive procedure that was probably unnecessary, but I was young at the time, didn't know, and use food to cure myself. All right? That's not the only thing. There's several things that I've encountered, physical ailments, illnesses, that I have used research, that I've used food and minerals and nutrients to heal, and it has worked. I remember, all right, quick, one more thing. <laughs> I remember I went to, it was shortly after I had gotten off of my parents, yeah, I think it's like 24, 25, uh, that you get off of your parents' um, insurance. <laughs> And I had my own primary health provider. And I remember going to her and she did the full assessment, you know, all of your cholesterol, everything, full assessment of the body. And I came back to see her and she's like, in all of my years of being a doctor, I have never seen numbers like yours. She's like, what do you do? <laughs> she literally asked me this. You know, she's like, I have never seen numbers like this in all my years of being a doctor. What do you do? And so I told her, well, I eat, you know, I have a very holistic diet, a very holistic life. I don't eat meat. Um, I don't eat certain things and I'm very active. And you know, it's a whole, it's a whole package that contributes to that. And so I say this to say, this is guys, this is nothing what I was planning on talking about today, but when spirit leads, you follow because somebody needs to hear this message, right? Um, so I say all this to say that, you know, hopefully challenge and empower you to take charge of your health. 
Our bodies are meant to live beyond a hundred. <laughs> Way beyond a hundred. We hear stories of people living to 108 and, and you know, recently two, 250, I heard. So it, our body, midlife crisis is not 30. That means midlife crisis at 30 would mean that our age life expectancy is 60. Midlife crisis, not even 50. Guys, if you're 30s, 40s, you're just getting started. Life is just starting. Isn't that a refreshing feeling? Right? We're not aging. We're just getting better. We're getting stronger. We're getting wiser. But, but there's a but. You have to do your part. You have to put into your body what it needs so it can have that longevity. So it can have that fruitfulness. Like, whoa. I can't wait to see what I'm going to be like at 100. Like, my body is going to be like, out of this world if I keep taking care of it and even do more, because I can do more. I'm not perfect at all. I can do so much more. And so I keep challenging myself and pushing myself to, to be better every day. And it's just, just that. So if you're overwhelmed by big changes, my advice to you is step by step, one day at a time, right? And if you're, if you're empowered by big changes, good, awesome. Do a clean sweep of your food pantry. That was the best thing I've done. Why? Because if you have temptations and bad things in your kitchen, guess what? <laughs> Guess what's gonna happen when you're hungry? You're gonna, it's right there. The temptation is an arm's length away. So a pantry sweep for anyone who's looking to restart their health and just start off with a clean slate that you can do any day, guys, any time. Don't wait for January 1st. That's not even a real new year. Oh, this needs to be a longer podcast, but that's not even a real new year. So don't wait for some arbitrary date to restart anything. You could start, wake up and start tomorrow. You could start at 6.13, a minute from now. Right? So anyone looking to restart their health and just take that first step, do a pantry sweep, a fridge sweep. Get rid of all the things that you know are not good for you. How do you know they're not good for you? The things that are in bright packaging, Super simple. The things that have ingredients that you don't know what they are. <laughs> because if you don't know what they are, why are you consuming it? Right? Things that have ingredients you cannot pronounce. Right? So it's just really basic. That's a really basic, great way to start. Because once you get rid of the temptation, then you stop, you know, you don't have it easy accessible. Now I only have apples. I have apples, oranges, bananas when I want a snack. That's all I have in my house. So that's what I'm going to eat. I don't have Cheetos. <laughs> you know, I'm craving Cheetos, but I don't have Cheetos. I don't have Oreos. Actually, I do, but don't tell anybody. You know, but it starts with that, setting yourself up for success. Because if you're in your house all day or if you're coming home from work, you're going to go for what's easy. What's it? Oh, I got a bag of... Doritos. Oh, I got some cookies in the cupboard. Oh, 
If you're up late working, you're gonna go for what's easy. Oh, I got the Twizzlers under the couch. So set yourself up for success by doing a clean sweep of your homes. <laughs> okay. Guys, I gotta go. I have to teach in 15 minutes. I have to teach on Bostick on demand. But this was such, I mean, I, I felt like this came from the heart today and uh, it was not anything of what I had planned for today, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys got something from it. And um, I hope you were able to, let me check in really quickly with the comments. Um, oh great, you guys are feeling it. Okay, awesome. <laughs> um, so I'm so happy that, you know, this came forth because I believe whatever's, you know, on my, on my heart to talk about, that's going to be the best thing to talk about because somebody needs to hear it, right? Spirit is telling me somebody needs to hear about, talk about health Simone today, all right? So I will see you guys next week. I'm so excited because I don't know what's going to come forth next week. <laughs> But we'll be back to some fun topics for sure. But to me, this is fun. I hope you guys find this interesting because not enough people are talking about this. Everyone's talking about relationships, dividing men and women. Women need to do more of this. Men need to do more of this. And no, focus on yourself. All of that is a distraction away from self. Focus on, don't worry about all distractions to keep us away from our personal growth and development. And food, diet is a part of that. Huge part of that. You're in crappy mood all the time, change your diet. You're feeling sluggish all the time, change your diet. You're feeling sick all the time, change your diet. You have you got a, a diagnosis of, of diabetes, change your diet. Get on a raw diet, raw food diet for 30 days and watch that diabetes go away. I've told this to my own mother. She got a, a diagnosis of diabetes. I said, Mom, I promise you, if you take 30 days and go on a raw food diet, which sounds like torture for uh, a 75-year-old Caribbean woman who eats rice and oh, delicious rice and beans and all this other good stuff and all this you know she's like what you want me to not cook my food for 30 days i'm like well if it's a if your health is a priority to you you'll do it right you got a diagnosis of anything i guarantee you change your diet for 30 days go back to that doctor that gave you that diagnosis and they're gonna be like well it happened to me. I'm not gonna put all my business out there, but I got a diagnosis for something. Completely changed my diet for 30 days. Went back and the doctor said, well, there's no, there's no more of those cells. I don't, I, what did you do? I'm not taking your prescription. I'm going to heal my body, not the symptoms. And on that note, <laughs> I'm going to go because I have to teach. I hope you guys, um, <laughs> I'm reading the comments. 
Um, I hope you guys got something good out of today's session. We're not going to do our twerk tutorial, but guess what? Next week we will do two twerk steps, okay? So I love you guys. You're amazing. You can find the full episode if you tuned in and had to tune out and you want to see the full episode on our YouTube Boss Chick Dance Workout. Okay? And then you could find our podcast if you just want to listen to it on your way to work, whatever you want to do, on Apple Podcasts under Boss Chick Radio. You guys are amazing. And I will see you next week. Bye.